0: You have to take responsibility for fueling your body accordingly, right? If you're exhausted at the end of the night, because you decided, like, for example, my husband's an ultra runner. So you decided to run 30 miles before work. And then you took on the day. You didn't pack fuel accordingly. And then, yeah, you went to, you know, some sporting event with the kids and was there for three hours. Like, I don't feel bad for you. Welcome to Maximizing Fitness, Fat Loss, and Running Through Perimenopause, the podcast for the everyday recreational female runner who's ready to take charge of her health, hormones, and energy. If dying to maximize your ability to feel, look, or run your best at any age without overcomplicating it, welcome to the right place. I'm your host, Louise Valentine, a multi-award-winning exercise physiologist, holistic health practitioner, performance scientist, nutrition, running, and strength coach. I'm thrilled to have you join us each week. I'll keep it simple, straightforward, and science-based as we deep dive into how you can work with your female physiology to ditch hormone, havoc, maximize fueling fitness, fat loss, and injury prevention to live a vibrant, healthy, and high-performance life to the active fierce female listening. Yes, you can, and you deserve to have it all and putting directly into your capable hands the game-changing strategies that I wish I would have had in my own journey. So whenever your heart desires, yes, you can lace up your shoes, go for an energized run, and look fit as hell. Ready to join a revolution of unlocking your best with science and simplicity? Hell yes, you are. Let's get started. All right, ladies, hopping on today with a good one. This is a topic that I just get so much feedback from my clients and my friends that when they start to learn about how my ma- my family manages our time in order to make time for fitness, to stay focused on our health and prioritize what matters most to us, it absolutely helps them change their lives too. And let me share with you guys, these aren't exactly novel concepts, but it's the way that we are consistent with them and the way that we're very intentional with our time and energy that really sets our family up for success. So if you as a female feel like your work, your family, any aspect of life right now is just draining your time and energy so that you're just having so much trouble focusing on you, or you're really feeling lost in this go, go, go stage of life. I want to share with you guys today, some of these concepts so that you can set yourself up for success today, start to take action, start to think about some of these things. And after this podcast, you can start to make more time and energy for yourself to focus on what matters most. And I'm going to give a lot of different examples, like not necessarily just in nutrition and fitness today, because this is really important that when we're working on health goals fitness goals running goals trying to ditch hormonal chaos trying to maximize this very busy stage of life it is challenging like that is the truth right it more and more is just coming onto our plate at this point in life whether we're seeing health challenges whether we're feeling stuck whether we are you know having to care for loved ones or our family worried about our kids like there's just a lot whether or not you're a working woman or a full-time stay-at-home mom, right? We all have our own chaos. And so to think that you're alone in feeling like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, you're not, right? We're all here along with you. So how is it that some women Um, like myself, I get a lot of comments that it just seems like I have my shit together. Like, Louise, I don't know how you do it. Like, how are you an industry leading expert? How do you coach all these things? How do you run your own business? How do you create a performance academy online? How do you coach all these women? How do you show up on social media consistently? How are you you know, reversing these health diagnoses along the way? And you stay fit, like what's your secret? So today I wanna share some of these strategies with you. And the first thing I want to say is that, you know, a long time ago, every single stage of life, it seems like people comment, just wait until, Oh, just wait until Like I don't know how many times in life where it was like, I became a military spouse and was like, Oh yeah, you can't work. You can't have a career. Like that's just impossible. Just just wait until your husband gets into senior leadership. Just wait until your husband goes to X, Y, or Z course and you're left with the weight of the world on your shoulders. I mean, last time I checked, I stayed fit. I qualified for Boston. I had two kids. I earned a master's degree, published research, and the list goes on of the things that I've done as a military spouse, who, by the way, also had a career. Other comments like, just wait until you get pregnant you'll never lose the baby weight. That's when women's bodies go downhill. Last time I checked, I lost the baby weight in two weeks. I'm still an active runner who is only getting faster despite having two kids. And oh, by the way, so is my husband. And then we hear the comment, my husband and I, we love this one, where it's like, just wait until your kids get involved in physical activities. You won't have time. <laughs> your health and fitness is going to go downhill. You just wait, that weight's going to come on and you won't be able to get it off. Like, I don't know why people say this shit to us, but they do. I'm sure if you are someone who's focused on your health and fitness, you get these comments all the time too. Or, you know, I hear from some of the women that I coach, it's like, they have four kids and people are like, I don't know how you do it. It's like, well, you strategize accordingly. One foot in front of the other. Like <laughs> I mean, we all have our own shit happening in our lives, right? So it's how we strategize that we will be successful in things like our nutrition, fitness and running goals. So if you are like, no, I hate that phrase too, Louise. Like I can't stand when people say just wait until, I don't know, like I'm waiting for the next one. Cause right now our kids are very active in sports and my husband and I are managing just fine. We're still continuing to get faster, stronger and improving our health along the way. Not only that influencing our kids to do the same. So how does my family do this successfully? How do others who come into my program or that we're surrounded by start to pick up on some of these little strategies and have this beautiful balanced life? I mean, it's not always perfect, right? Like people say, there's no such thing as balance, but you can have a sense of balance specific to you. So that's what I want to help you focus on today. So one time I was running with a friend and I was just sharing with her, You know, we were in this group of amazing women who woke up every day at 5 a.m. And we had all of these social events as well as races that we did. You know, we saw each other in the morning and, you know, every, a lot of times it was more of like fear of missing out, like that FOMO, like everyone showed up to all the social events. And, you know, I was talking with my friend and I said, you know, when I take a step back, like, I don't actually don't think I'm going to go to. Girls' night tonight because my family bucket is feeling really empty right now. And she said, What? And I said, Well, if you know, if I think about it, like my social bucket is really full, like if that's one bucket of life, my work bucket, inevitably back then I had a two hour commute. So it was like, My work bucket is very full. I'm giving my all there. But what's missing right now is time with my family, just like that quiet Friday and Saturday night at home to come together to you know, just eat a great meal together. Maybe my husband and I have a few drinks and just take some time to connect. And she was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Like, good for you. Like you just said no to the social event and you're gonna spend time with your family tonight. And that makes a ton of sense. So it turns out she's actually a mental health therapist and she started using this bucket concepts with her patients. And she said, Louise, this bucket concept's amazing because, you know, we often hear we're trying to like, look at our life holistically and strategize, like what's missing? Why do I feel empty? Why am I feeling a little depressed? Or why don't I have enough time? Oftentimes we have life coaches throw like this wheel of life at us. And it has like 12 different areas. It's got like personal finances, the home and like your health, your happiness, your fitness, your nutrition. And it's just overwhelming. Like I don't want to fill out 12 different areas of my life and strategize. So today I'm encouraging you to take a step back and just think right now, when it comes to your life, what are the buckets that mean the most to you? And so a lot of times, like for my husband and I, as an example, we have our social bucket, we have our fitness bucket, we have our family bucket, and we have our sex bucket. And I'm just being blunt right now, because that's an important part of a successful marriage, right? Right. So sometimes, like, we'll take a step back. We are always prioritizing our fitness. It's just the team Valentine way. We always make time for it. We inevitably have a lot of socialization through our kids' school and their different sporting events. And then when we look at like family time and our sex bucket, a lot of times those are the two that are missing. It's like that quiet, connected family dinner. It's, stepping outside of like saying no to some of these birthday parties and all of these different things that people want us to show up for. It's like, Hey, we just hung out last night at an event at a kid's school, but like, let's get all get together tomorrow and take our kids and go do something. And a lot of times my husband and I just have to say, you know, Oh no, thank you. Like, thank you for considering us, but we have to protect our nuclear little family first and foremost, right? We can't be so go, go, go that we're losing sight of connectedness in our family. I actually heard a statistic the other day and ladies get a tissue box, but it's that by the time your kids are 12, you'll have spent 75% of the time that you ever will in your life with them. 12, my son's 10. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to hug him as soon as he gets home. you know. But it was just like, wow, we really only have so much time to influence our kids. So a lot of times we will bypass some of these social events. And a lot of times we're thinking through, like, do we want to go out drinking with friends or do my husband and I want to have a few drinks in the home, have a nice dinner and fill the sex bucket? (laughs) Because if we stay out with our friends until like 12, we're going to come home exhausted, right? That's not going to fill the sex bucket. So we got to really think through like, uh, how long has it been? And what do we want this weekend? And sometimes we are like sitting there like, how do our friends even have sex? Like <laughs> where do they have time running their kids to all these like different activities? And I know this is a really big thing that happens in marriages, right? Like we get so go, go, go that we stop to focus on and prioritize these things. I have others that I coach that I know that that bucket is full, right? We talk about all the time. It's Making sure we look good, feel good, have energy and libido, especially in the space of life. So I want you to think through the buckets of your life right now. The other one that I'll give an example of is let's say you're making a career decision. And this is something I had to personally do. And again, I know this is outside of you know the typical topic of this podcast, but it's important to talk about because as women, we have so much pressure on us to do it all. And so I had a very big moment when I left, you know, a very successful career and started my own company. And then when my company started getting successful, it was like, well, how much am I going to charge? And, you know, when I started to think like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in a wait list with clients. What am I going to do? Do I just charge more? And like, my mission is to serve the everyday woman, right? We don't I'm from Ohio. Like I didn't grow up with a ton of money, you know, out in the Midwest and how could I charge ridiculous prices? Like some of my expert peers charge $2500 for a consult. My program costs less than 2 grand and you get incredible one-on-one support. So it's like, no, I just I can't be that's not the way I want to show up in the world, right? That's not how I want to serve. And in this conversation with my husband, we were talking about Buckets. And it was in terms of career, it was one is income, the other one is fulfillment in your career, and the other one is time for the family and what matters most to you. So for us, that's also fitness. And so it was like, you can't fill all three buckets in your career. Like, that's just not possible. And one always has to give. So in terms of income, Like we talked through like, okay, what is enough money for our family to be happy? So how much should I make as a bottom line? Turns out it really wasn't that much. And my husband's like, so why do you need to charge more? Like just go on a wait list, you know, have a co-coach, have something, but don't be that person that you can't even serve the people that you want to serve. This is like a very eye-opening conversation. It's very outside the box, right? You hear people just like, oh, you know, you should charge what you're worth and you should really aim to just build this beautiful amount of money because you can serve so much of the world with money. And it was just a, when it came down to our family values and the way I wanted to impact the world and then how much our family personally needs, which we tend to be fairly minimalist. If you guys know me, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I don't have to be that a-hole who charges a ton of you know ridiculous amounts of money, regardless of how many world-leading awards I I do earn along the way here. But we are also talking about that fulfillment bucket, right? So in my career, that fulfillment bucket overflows. When I provide one-on-one support to women, I help, like I go, like you guys know me who I coach, like you'll get like 11 pages. I (laughs) love For in your first session of like line by line feedback on your nutrition, like, this is why you had this hot flash. And hey, you got fatigued after travel. Here's a little hack. And um, you're sharing this in your intake form. And here are three things you can try. And, you know, then we talk about it in person and you walk away with like, oh my gosh, so, so, so clear, crystal clear of how to fit these best practices and simple strategies into your life, specific to your goals. No one ever did that for me. So in my own journey, you know, 20 years in this career of having to design my own health breakthroughs, my own fitness interventions, stepping outside the box, like no one ever did that for me. And so now I do that for women and it means the world to me, like so passionate about it. I, I literally leap out of bed. So I'm so fulfilled in my career. Will I be a multimillionaire? Probably not. And I'm okay with that, right? We've had the conversations of what we're striving for personally in our life. The other thing that family and fitness bucket is also fulfilled because I run my own company. I strategize my time accordingly and I can give to my family, right? I'm not overbooking myself, You guys know me who, like, I will take extra time with you, right? I don't want to put a million people in one day and be so go, go, go back to back. Like, that's just not me. And so if you're looking at something like your career bucket, you might not be able to change the fact that, yes, you have a very high paying career or a very high demand job. But when you start to look at fulfillment and you start to look at your family and fitness buckets, we got to start right realigning stuff so that those are fulfilled too so sometimes it is the career switch and sometimes it's just simply setting some boundaries at work so that you do have time for your fitness and your family so that is my call to action today is to start to think through these individual buckets which ones aren't fulfilled for you right now and if you have one area that's really struggling how can you set a boundary today? Absolutely think about one right now, right? That's the problem with podcasts. A lot of times you take in all this information and you don't think about you, you never apply it, right? You're just like bombarded with information and then you feel stressed and you don't take action. So think through what is the one bucket today? And I'll give an example from the women that I coach. I work with a lot of high-achieving women in healthcare. Whether you're a nurse, going, 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 physical therapists, sports medicine providers, you know, dietitians, even you know, looking at women who are like chief operating officers of a company. Yeah, I know. He's like, you're running teams. Like it's just go, go, go all throughout the day. But here's the thing: we can't skip lunch, and we have to make time for a movement break. And so one boundary, I'll use myself as an example that I set in the past was I was working for a startup and it was, I mean, go, go, go <laughs> like the hours, like there was no start and stop time. Like you just worked all the time. And part of that was on me. Cause I loved, I, I love just like innovation. And so I, I would just work all the time, but you know, in the company culture, people didn't take lunch. People didn't go for walks. And so I set that boundary, you know, right away. And I said, you know, I talked to my supervisor, my direct report, and had him advocate for me to our senior leadership. Cause at the time I wasn't quite in senior leadership. So I need to take that, you know, company, talk to my appropriate report. And so I told him, I was like, look, I'm struggling in my health. I absolutely need to go for a 10 minute walk outside in the sunshine. I need vitamin D. I need to get my body moving. And you need a movement break. Like, I'm actually gonna take a non-negotiable lunch every single day. And I understand that's not company culture here, but by law, it's required first and foremost. And last time I checked, I was employee of the year. So do you guys want me to be a high achiever? You want me to keep impacting in this business? Right. Like, what can you leverage from like things that you've done successfully for your company to just be like, hey, look, I really want to be able to continue to run my team successfully. Right. If you oversee teams, or I really want to be able to serve my patients at the highest level, I need a 15 minute break. Like maybe start small. Like maybe they don't give you the 30 minutes, but what can you do for a little tiny break for yourself? You absolutely need that. And here's the other thing too, ladies, like I'll explain the physiology of this, but when you go for a walk, you activate the motor cortex of your brain. It is right next to the creative and problem solving center of your brain. So when you activate the motor cortex, you also activate creativity and problem solving. If you walk away from your desk for 10 minutes or walk away from your job for 10 minutes, you're going to come back with more energy. You're going to come back with more mental clarity to solve problems and you will serve as a better employee you're coming back a better employee for the business. So I've actually explained that to supervisors in the past too. Like, especially when I was in, you know, like some of these things like research fellowships, or I was really low on the totem pole in organizations. I was like, Hey guys, um, this is how the brain works. and I'm going to come back a better employee. And some of the My supervisors, like, you know, crossed their eyes and was like, what? Oh, just do what you got to do, Louise. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, just advocating for yourself, though. We have to stop and do this. The other thing, too, is a lot of times what I see is women pounding caffeine to get through the day. If you are pounding caffeine after 12 noon, you are inappropriately spiking your cortisol. You're most likely going to impact your sleep quality or quantity you could wake at 2 a.m. with this inappropriate cortisol spike. You Not only that, you're encouraging your body to store more body fat specifically in the midsection. It's working against you. So I really encourage the women I coach to instead try to go for a 10-minute walk outside in the sunshine. And I know depending on time of year, that's not always possible, but research shows that that can be the equivalent energy boost to that of a cup of coffee. So- Other things that can help are functional mushrooms, those tend to give you a nice cognitive boost that doesn't include any nasty side effects, any other additional junk in supplements. So if you go to my website, breakingthroughwellness.com, there's a little tab in the navigation bar Louise recommends, and you can go into my full script portal there and see the different functional mushrooms. You can give a try. One thing that the women I coach absolutely love is something called, I forget who it's by, but it's the mushroom hot chocolate and it's by OM. And so a lot of the healthcare providers that I coach, you know, they saw their offices doing this like 3 PM Starbucks run. And they're like, Oh no, you know, like I was pounding the caffeine with them. Like this isn't good for my employees. Like they're going home, burned out, tired, you know it's not sleeping well coming right back the next day to this hustle so they have actually started um, some of these providers that I coach you know buying the ohm hot chocolate for their office so that they can have that as their energy boost midday i work with another woman she's um, works crazy hours in healthcare i believe she works more so as like a receptionist and it's just go 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 and it was so hard for her to break this caffeine habit but she started using functional mushrooms instead. She's like, oh, this is amazing. Like I have a little bit of energy. It's, of course, it's not like the same go, go, go feeling of caffeine. But once you wean yourself off that caffeine, you can feel the impact and feel great without damaging your health, hormones, and fitness results along the way. So I know I just went off on a little tangent there, but just looking at this little caffeine hack because it's a real thing, right? And let's say you don't have time to go for the walk and your energy's tanking and you're like, oh my gosh, what can I do about it? Other ways that you can start to strategize your workday accordingly to support your best energy, health, hormones, and thus your best fitness results. Not only that, like I said, you're gonna come back a stronger, more creative employee. And every business wants that. I know setting these boundaries are not easy, but that's one example of how you can begin to think about if you're struggling in particularly with work, sucking your time and energy. The other area that I'll say is in the home. So let's talk about something that I just hear really funny comments on from my friends. They they absolutely love this idea of the way my husband and I strategize our kids' activities So I often see women taking on the weight of the world. I cannot stand that ladies. Like we need to advocate for ourselves and set some of these boundaries so that we do have time for health, nutrition, energy, and fitness. It's when we make time for that, that we serve at our highest level. And I know if you're listening, you know, that's true, right? If you are just giving, 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 you're feeling tired, you're feeling burned out, you're seeing weight gain, you're seeing hormonal symptoms, you're overstressed. And you're not seeing results in the gym. So let's talk about this. This honest conversation that I had to have with my husband was looking at our kids' activities. And this is, you know, that whole thing I want, I said in the beginning is like people talk about, oh, just wait. Just wait until your kids are in activities. You won't have time for yourself. Like, oh, watch your fitness go downhill. So I was like, no, we both want to be fit. We want to look great. We want to feel great. And we want to run great. So we had to have this conversation of, You know, he, my husband, he's an active duty army officer for those of you who don't know. So yeah, he's not always around. There's a lot that's put on me, but at the same time, he's sacrificed a lot in his career because we've had these tough conversations. I've sacrificed a lot in mine. He sacrificed a lot in his. And when it comes to our kids activities, we are keeping them to one sport per season most of the time. But for the first time this fall, we did two sports. We had my son in cross country and swimming. So we decided that I would be the CEO of cross country and my husband would be the CEO of swim. So what that meant was when it came to the different emails. I don't know about you guys for like swimming for our kids' activities. Like it's like three emails a day. Like it's like so many details. I'm just, I stay completely out of it. I may glaze over an email, but most of the time I'm hitting delete and I rely on my husband to manage swim, getting the kids there most of the time if he needs help because he has to work late. Like for example, tonight, I'm gonna take the kids to swim. I said to take the kids to school, which normally he takes, he's the CEO of the morning. I'm the CEO of the afternoon with our kids. So he manages everything in the morning. I don't have to worry about a thing. In the afternoon, I do homework. I pick up the kids, I make lunches, right? I'm the CEO of the afternoon. He doesn't have to worry. He can come home from work when he needs to. But when it comes to our children's activities, cross country, CEO of it, he doesn't have to worry about it. He did help co-coach. So he showed up when needed, but when it came to the meets and the arrival time and where we're going, you know, managing uniform returns, all those things, it came down to me. Now that it's winter and my kids are in one sport, he's still the CEO of swim. I help my daughter with tumbling. And I'm also managing her sacraments. So this year in second grade, she makes her first communion and a reconciliation. So I'm the CEO of the sacraments. My husband doesn't have to read the emails. He doesn't have to worry about it. I tell him where to show up. He almost booked a hundred mile race on her first communion day. So whew, we, got, we got we escaped that one. That's the time it almost backfilled. It's like no, you can't be in the middle of a canyon when our daughter's you know receiving the body of Christ. But anyways our ultra runners will appreciate that. And sometimes we do miss children's events for our races and things that are important to us. Like that is a reality, right? But this area of finding this balance and this sweet spot. And here's the thing. When you have a conversation with your husband about this, I often encourage those that I coach who maybe haven't set these boundaries previously to leverage what means the most to your husband. So, you might say, like, oh, I'm just feeling so tired. And, you know, he's like, well, I'm tired too because I'm working hard. Well, so here's the thing Does he want a fit, sexy, energized wife? Does he? Because right now, if you're not showing up that way, right, things have to change so that you can, so that you really can focus on yourself. So, yeah, you might have to ask him to start taking on more responsibilities so that you do have time to exercise or supporting you in a specific way for this goal, right? We, all, we can't always do this alone. Like we can't pretend like our partner can't be a part of us succeeding in meeting weight loss, fitness, fat loss or running goals, right? Or we're trying to restore our health. Like this is really important. So in order for you to be that fit, fabulous, sexy wife who's energized enough to make it to the bedroom by the end of the day, what needs to change? Can you start small? And here's the thing. When we first started this strategy of this like CEO thing in our house, I got some really funny comments from my husband. He would just be like, oh, I just took on the weight of the world. And I was just go, go, go. And I didn't have time to eat. And I looked at him and I said, dude, you are not a sacrificial lamb, right? No one asked you to forego your own fueling for the day. That is your own fault. Sounds like you were ill-prepared. You know, like, honestly, and he gets very angry when I say it that way. So I've said it a little bit nicer, but you know, in my head, I'm thinking sacrificial lamb syndrome. Like no one asked you to be a sacrificial lamb. Like you have to take responsibility for fueling your body accordingly, right? If you're exhausted at the end of the night, because you decided, like, for example, my husband's an ultra runner. So you decided to run 30 miles before work and then you took on the day you didn't pack fuel accordingly. And then, yeah, you went to, you know, some sporting event with the kids and was there for three hours. Like, I don't feel bad for you because you didn't plan your day. Right. And I know that sounds probably really rude, but why, why as women, are we like saying like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Or, Oh, let me pack your lunch next time. No, let them take responsibility for it. Right. We can still be a loving, beautiful spouse and show up how we want to. Like maybe you make your husband's coffee every day and you love doing that, but that should not be like a responsibility of yours unless you want it to be. Does it fit into your life? If you have enough time for yourself, go ahead, make the coffee, make the dinner. But can your spouse make dinner sometimes? A lot of women I coach are really successful because their husbands help them with dinner. They manage a lot throughout the day, but when it comes down to dinner, they know it's their husband. So in what way can you strategize the CEO concept for your family so that you have time for yourself, for your energy, your fitness, and your health? It absolutely matters, right? Perimenopause, menopause, it's going to be hell. You don't want that to be the phase of life where people are like, yep, there goes her fitness. There goes her running. Yep. She's finally packing on the pounds. I don't know about you, but when, when people get that smug satisfaction as women who care about health and fitness, like a lot of times we're like scoffed at, or, you know, there's, we, we talk about, you know, women who are a little overweight or not healthy, um, not, you know, being scrutinized or discriminated against, but sometimes as very fit women or women who care or are trying really hard, we get so many off-color comments too, right? Don't let those get under your skin. Focus on yourself. Focus on the buckets of your life that matter most to you, right? Don't let somebody else define that for you. Think through all of these different areas of life where you need support. Today, is there one way that you could reach out to your spouse and ask him to be the CEO of something, to take responsibility? If you need to, start small. Like maybe he doesn't take on all of soccer, you know, if you have kids in soccer and you take all the volleyball or whatever it is. But this is such a powerful concept. And I see our friends doing this here. Like I see our our one friend, like the one woman, she was like doing it all. She was doing homework. She was doing lunch making. She was getting up at like 4 a.m. to fit in her fitness and was. You know, drowning and had a lot of health consequences as a byproduct, right? Like you get the headaches, you get the fatigue, you get the hormone habit, you get the weight gain, you're trying so hard in your fitness, you're trying really hard to eat well, and then you don't have support. Like your results are going to be incredibly hard to achieve. So when you stand tall and you say, Hey, hubby, it's time for you to be the CEO of, you know, cross country, can you get the kids to practice every day? Now she has more space. She can do homework. That's all she has to focus on. She doesn't have to focus on sports. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. So in what ways, whether this is going to be a subtle change for you or a big change, can you start to think through your bucket? What bucket is just drained right now? And how can you start to fill it? You may have to pull from another bucket, right? Maybe it is career, but at the end of the day, what matters most What matters most to you? That's what I want you to think about. Set a boundary, one boundary and get started with it. Then the most crucial piece that we cannot forget is reinforcing it. And that's where it can get a little sticky. I understand that it's hard and tough to have conversations to say, Hey, I asked you to help with this. I really need you to let's remember it's because I'm working really hard on my fitness. I really want to see this goal through. I'm facing a health challenge. Last time I checked, you wanted a wife who was around. You know, I have to have 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 that conversation a lot with my husband. It's like, yeah, we really have to be gentle in these conversations, open to change. And that's not easy. I get that. I get that this whole concept is a very difficult topic, which is why I wanted to take time to discuss it today. So have the conversation, set the boundary and reinforce it. If you give these strategies a try, I want to know how they work for you. Again, I know it's not easy. Give yourself some grace and some love. And if you're looking for support, we have an entire community of women who have these conversations all the time. And in our coaching sessions, you get one-on-one support to strategize because when it comes down to it, yes, we want best, best practices in our health, fitness, and running, weightlifting, all the things, nutrition, but you have to be able to put them into practice. A lot of the time, it's the how that we're missing. The how is essential to your success. With that, ladies, I am wishing you a beautiful journey ahead. Take the time for yourself. You absolutely 110% deserve it. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of maximizing fitness, fat loss, and running through perimenopause. We hope you found it refreshingly simple, straightforward, and actionable. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and helps others discover our podcast. And don't miss out. Hop on over to breakingthroughwellness.com to subscribe to my newsletter. Stay up to date on upcoming episodes, free resources, my live educational events, our community of incredibly strong women, and Badass Breakthrough Academy the one-on-one coaching program and learning experience for women ready to unlock their best with less stress. Thank you again for being part of our podcast community. Until next time, keep it simple, low stress, and specific to you. And of course, your friendly medical disclaimer, no information on this podcast, or provided through any of our services should be used to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any disease or condition. Please always seek the advice of a trusted medical professional, such as your doctor, as needed. We are collaborative here at Breaking Through Wellness as an active member of your team when we work in one-on-one coaching services only. With that, we're wishing you a vibrant, healthy, and high-performance day, finding all the information you need to unlock your best with less stress.